Brother Joji is back from Kerala, a long trip, driving with his friends. Please be seated. It's, it's easier to travel by car um, because of all these restrictions nowadays. So if you like to go somewhere, drive. Amen. Praise the Lord. Welcome back. So good to see you all today. I'm so glad we have two new faces there. Well, they came with Brother Girish. You're very, very welcome, ma'ams. Praise God. Very, very welcome. This is Grace Chapel, and we just finished our praise and worship. When a person believes in Jesus, he becomes a priest, and he becomes a king. Hallelujah. So every person who is a believer in Jesus is a priest, and therefore he stands before God and enjoys God's presence and brings that to others also. Hallelujah. So once you become a believer, because of the blood of Jesus, who was the King of kings and Lord of lords, and then sworn by oath into the priesthood, therefore each one of us is also a king and a priest. Hallelujah. You may be kings and priests because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. And when you realize that, you worship Him, you thank Him, you praise Him as if you are a priest. I remember one time I was in Nigeria in a village. I had gone to visit a friend, uh, with a friend, gone to his hometown. And he was an architect and um, nice brother, great believer. I went with him and um, I was worshiping him, in the, I mean the Lord, in the morning. And uh, someone in the house saw that and said, Who's this guy, you know, hands lifted up like some great high priest? You know, so, <laughs> yes, you are priests. Amen. Jesus is the great high priest. Amen. Don't feel condemned that you lift up your hands and stand there as if you are a priest because you are a priest. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Brother John, for being there today. Can you just say every believer is a high priest because of Jesus' sacrifice? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so, receive that responsibility, worship Him, thank Him, praise Him. Amen? Praise God. This is our second service this new year, and uh, it's uh, really getting better. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I would like to straight away go into a couple of verses of Scripture. For instance... You should know that your enemies and circumstances are actually shaking. They are trembling. They are scared. More scared than you imagine of who you are and who your God is. Hallelujah. Amen. A good verse of scripture for that is the 77th Psalm. Let's go look at it and uh, take this snapshot with you wherever you go, as you walk around, as you live. Praise God. Notice in verse 16 of Psalm 77, he says, You have with your hand or arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph, Selah. The waters saw thee, O God. The waters saw thee. They were afraid. The depths also were troubled. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear that in Kannada, please. Devare jalarashigalano ninnanu kandavo. Hallelujah. So, notice here that it is written plainly 
that the waters saw God, the waters saw the Redeemer of the people and were trembling. Hallelujah. So sometimes because we are so in the flesh and in the natural, you know, with our senses, we do not really perceive what is going on in the invisible realm. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus would sometimes talk to a tree, talk to the storm, and speak things. Hallelujah. And if you're a believer, you also have that place that you can speak to situations, speak to inanimate things, speak to the weather, speak to your body, speak to things. Because they are aware of who you are, even if you may not be so aware. Hallelujah. So the Bible says the waters saw God and trembled. That's why the waters split. Praise God. And then it continues to say in the last verse that God led the people through those waters like flocks, like sheep by the hand of Moses. Amen. Shall we hear that last verse also? Verse 20. Amen. So notice there it was during the time when the sea was split to allow the people of God to walk through it. Amen. So the waters knew, oh, I have to move. God has come on the scene. His man Moses is there. Words are going to be spoken. Actions are going to be done. And I have to open up. I have to clear a way for the people of God. Amen. Notice that. There's always a clarity when you understand that you are a king, you are a priest, and you have dominion even over natural things that, you know, you don't even understand, but it's true. Amen? So let's just say that in Canada, maybe, that the Word of God and your position in Christ can even dominate things without you even knowing. Hallelujah. This year, I want you to, you know, I believe it's God's will that you know this in deeper uh, reality so that you're not scared of what's going on. Amen. Somebody was telling me recently they went home, they went to the northern part of Karnataka. Uh, I think it's the north. Uh, they went that side for a wedding. And there were about thousand-something people. Nobody was wearing anything. And they were happily, you know, enjoying the wedding. Praise God. So in this type of uh, season where they are planning for more lockdowns and another strain of virus and etc., etc., you know, you must be aware that even nature knows who you are. Amen. Amen. The world may not know it. People out there in the great pharma industry may not know it, but you should know that the enemy, that those situations are watching you and trembling. They are actually scared. Hallelujah. The waters are trembling. Nature is trembling. When you walk out there saying, what is this king going to do? What is this priest going to do? What are these holy people going to do? Who are these people of Jesus that are walking down here? And they are shivering and they are trembling. Hallelujah. That must be received. That must be understood. That's why Jesus said in Mark 16, at the very last few verses there, he said, These signs shall follow them that believe. Any believer, every believer, these signs will follow every believer. 
Hallelujah. And it lists five things, just like the name of Jesus has five syllables in English. J-E-S-U-S, five. Hallelujah. And it begins by saying, they will cast out devils. The first thing you do in the name of Jesus is drive away devils. Hallelujah. The last thing you do there is, they shall lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Hallelujah. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. Notice that. Even if somebody gave you a, 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 a patram or a, you know, a glass full of the virus, if you drink it, nothing will happen. Any deadly thing. Deadly thing. A deadly virus. Imagine deadly. That means it can kill ordinary people. You drink it, nothing happens. I'm not saying that you should go and collect saliva from everybody and drink it. That's not what we're saying. Hallelujah. But as a believer, you have been given that place where the deadly virus knows who you are. The question is, do you know who you are? Amen. You see, even though the virus knows who you are, it is your believing in who you are in the name of Jesus that actually makes it happen. Praise God. So if you are a believer and you're trusting God, thank God you may have to obey people and wear masks and oxygen pipes and, you know, full scale, uh, you know, track suits or whatever they're called, you know. I don't know, those weird things that you wear. If you have to wear it, wear it. Praise God. But don't be afraid because in the name of Jesus, notice, Jesus said that. I didn't say that. Hallelujah. Shall we just hear this uh, Mark 16, 18 in Canada, please? Our Havagala no Hidukundaro, our no Kachuudilla, Visha Kudidero, Avriga Yava Tundare Agudilla, our Mutidere Rogi Golo, Gunawaha on the Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Brother Joji went to Kerala. They called him to pray for somebody, but they said, please come fully dressed and don't touch the person. You know, so, you know, praise God. Hallelujah. The sickness knows that if you touch, something will happen. The disease knows, the problem knows that if you open your mouth and speak, something will happen. Amen. So notice, maybe in this time we're living, there's a, a, a hindrance to you being fully manifested. Amen. But make sure you're not afraid. Make sure you're bold. Make sure that with your holy boldness you go out. Amen. Knowing that the circumstance, the disease, the problems, the enemies, the challenges of life are actually scared of you. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we just say that your problems are actually scared of you in Canada? Hallelujah. So just like the waters were shivering because of the word and Moses, so also your problems, your enemies, seen or unseen, are scared of you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Shall we hear that also, that last part in Canada? Seen or unseen, your problems, your challenges, your enemies are also scared. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So if you notice, there was a story over there in the book of Joshua about a place called Jericho. How many of you remember? And the walls fell down flat. Amen. And uh, the Bible says about Jericho, we will be spending a little time in Joshua today. So keep your finger in the book of Joshua, basically. And if you notice there, there was a city called Jericho. And Jericho had a large wall all around that city. And um, actually, God had told 
Joshua, as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Amen. And so the first proof of that was Joshua also had to face a water and the water had to split for him just like God had used his authority with Moses to split the Red Sea. Amen. So that proved to the people that God was also with him just like he was with Moses. Amen. So they crossed over these waters, the Jordan, and then the first city that they had to uh, arrive at was a place called Gilgal. Gilgal was given the name because of um, their own thinking. It was not the name of that place before. So we will you know, see those verses, but I'm just giving you a small story so that you can check it out. They come to Gilgal, and then they face a couple of uh, recommitments, and then they move to face the next spot, which is the city of Jericho. And that city had walls which were so thick that according to history, they used to have chariot races on top of the walls. Can you imagine? Like uh, three or four chariots racing. And that would scare the enemy. It was all supposed to scare the enemies. That you see what kind of walls we have. Even chariots are racing on top of the, of the walls. You know? And you know the story of Rahab. She lived in the wall. That means the, the wall is as thick as houses. You know? People can live inside the wall. So that, that's some huge wall. Praise God. And so that's the kind of setting... And then they have to face Jericho, and they have to win, they have to conquer, and so on and so forth. So into that setting we come, but let's look more critically at the scripture. If you don't mind, let's go to the book of um, Joshua chapter 2, and observe there, verse 9, a surprise. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land, and that your terror is fallen upon us, that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. Hallelujah. For we have heard, verse 10 says, how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of the Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And, verse 11, as soon as we heard these things, Our hearts did melt. Notice that. Neither did there remain strength, uh, any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Hallelujah. Praise God. So notice this kind of, you know, background. This lady is saying that these people had already started shivering. That Israel is coming. Joshua is coming. See what happened to the seas. See what happened to Sihon and Og, the Amorite kings. Now they're coming to our land and they were already shivering because these people are coming. Amen. Maybe we can hear 9 and 11 in Canada also. Praise God. Yeah. Amen. So notice, they said, we have already heard, we know your God, he does fight for you, he does wonders for you. So they were already scared, everybody's heart had fainted, there was no more strength, there was no more courage. And so, hallelujah, when God said, I've given you the land, 
I have given you promises. That what, that's what he's saying. That means whatever he has promised, just walk into it. It's all yours. Amen? So it may look like those things are there, those challenges are there, but actually the challenges are shivering. Hallelujah. They're like, oh, we've heard about your God. We know that this name works. We know that he rose from the dead. They know these things more than we know these things. Hallelujah. The spirit world is more aware of who Jesus is than we are. So in James, he says, even devils believe and tremble. Hallelujah. Praise God. So this is the truth that we have to get familiar with again and again. That our enemies, our problems are actually shivering. Our challenges are actually scared of us. They are scared that we will open our mouth and act like it's true. Hallelujah. That's why you can hear sometimes preachers will say, Doubt your doubts and believe your faith. Have you heard that kind of statement? Doubt your doubts and believe your faith. Sometimes it sounds like it just pep talk, you know. They're trying to encourage you and make you like, you know, excited. But it's true. You can actually doubt your doubts because your doubts are scared of you. Hallelujah. Your fears are actually afraid of you. Your challenges are actually scared of you. Those sicknesses, those diseases, that curse, that poverty, that lack, those challenges are actually shivering. Thinking that you're going to open your mouth and say some things and act like it's true. Hallelujah. Jesus has not changed. The word has not changed. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. And so this year, be more conscious of the fact that no matter what's in the news, no matter what's out there, hallelujah, those things are actually scared of you instead of you being scared of them. Hallelujah. Those things are scared of you. Hallelujah. But you see, they had to have a report. This is the report. Nobody was covering this news back then. Thank God Joshua had this news. Maybe it was The Wire or some special news reporter. You know, Fox used to be on the level, but I think they also are now in the pocket. So you cannot really get clear news anymore. The real news is your enemy is scared of you. The real news is whatever is out there as a curse is actually shaking in their boots because of you. That's the truth. Hallelujah. And we need to know that. So in the New Testament, it has moved to such a level where he said in 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Because of that, you have overcome. Praise God. Because of that, you have already won. Praise God. Let's see 1 John 4, 4. He says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. You have already won is what he's saying. Notice that. Hallelujah. Shall we hear this in uh, Canada, please? 1 John 4, 4. Nanna priya makkale, nivu devarige seri davaru, adadarinda, nivu avarannu sullu bodakaru solisidiri, yekendre nimmal iru vatanu devaru, e lokada janari ellariginta, saitananu doddavan agiddane. Hallelujah. The greater one is in you, and so you have already overcome. Notice, whatever is out there, whatever you're going to face, you have already won it. He didn't say that you are going to. He says you have overcome because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. You have already overcome. Amen. Can you say that in Canada, please? You have already overcome. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have already overcome. Praise God. You have already won. Hallelujah. And so this singing is not just 
uh, you know, some kind of trying to make you excited and, and ah, come on, let's jump, man. No, not like that. It's because it's true and your body does not really get into it. Uh, he's from this earth. He has the curse. There's nothing good in your flesh. And so he's pulling down and trying to kind of uh, hinder you. But you break through that. And you say, I don't care what I see. I don't care what I feel. I rejoice because greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Notice Romans seven eighteen gives us a real a story of what's in our flesh. Romans seven eighteen It says, in my flesh there's nothing good. In the flesh there is nothing good. So don't wait for your flesh to side with you. There's nothing good there. He's not going to give you a good report. Your flesh is going to give you a bad report. There's nothing good there. And that curse that's in the ground is in the flesh also. Hallelujah. So he sides with that curse. And so if you're waiting for your flesh, guess what? He's going to say, there's nothing good. There's nothing good. There's nothing good. He'll keep saying that again and again. You have to talk to him and say, hey, the greater one is inside me. I've already won. I don't care what's happening in 2021. I've already won. Hallelujah. I have overcome because the greater one is living inside. And he is deeper than the flesh. He's in my spirit. He's in my born again spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. So these thoughts have to fill our thinking more than ever before. Praise God. So make it your confession. Open your mouth and say these things just like they said about you. In the Old Testament, you know, just imagine they were speaking about Old Testament believers in such a way. How about New Testament believers who are the very alayim of God, who are the very temple carrying God himself. Wow, what do you think should be the report from the news? They'll say a new breed of people is stepping on the earth. Disease is running from them. Everything is running away from them. The curse is running away from them. Who are these people? That's the real news. Hallelujah. That's the news that the church should be filled with. That's what should be going on in our thinking. Not some bad news. Don't wait for your flesh to tell you, do you have 104 temperature? Are you sneezing 50 times a day? Don't wait for all that. Tell your flesh, listen to me. The greater one is inside you. The one who has overcome is already inside you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the victory. Praise God. All right. Speaking about all this, they crossed the waters of the Jordan and they came over into the place called Gilgal, which they named, actually, praise God. And notice verse 9 of chapter 5 in Joel, uh, Joshua. He says, And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day have I rolled away the reproach of Egypt from off you, wherefore the name of the place is called Gilgal unto this day. Did you notice that? It was given that name because of them. So let's hear 5 and uh, 9 in Canada, please. Yehovah no Yehoshua nige nano ayguptara niyendo ee hottu nimage nivarisi bittiddene endu helidarinda aa sthalakke indininda Gilgal emba hesaritto. Amen. So they came to this place and um, he, he did something very serious. It was called circumcision. All the children who were born in the 40-year wandering in the wilderness, they were not circumcised. Amen? 
the older ones, they died because of their unbelief. They all died in the wilderness. So there's a whole generation that has grown up in the wilderness, you know, from zero to 40. And they, uh, the males of them had to be circumcised. And that circumcision was done by Joshua, you know. And uh, so after that, that place was called Gilgal. Praise God. And uh, you may have heard preaching about Gilgal. Avar Gilgal etiapam. Have you heard those kind of... You should listen to some Malayalam preaching every now and then or hard Kannada preaching now and then. Listen to them and say, oh, okay. Because sometimes a lot of churches focus on the Old Testament big time. When you come to Gilgal and then you... You know, like that. Praise God. So you that are New Covenant in thinking should not forget that there's some Gilgal actually. And you should know the meaning of all of those kind of things. I mean, don't be ignorant. So that when they begin to say Gilgal, Gilgal, you shouldn't say... Gilgal, what is Gilgal? Hallelujah. You understand what I'm saying here? So that was a place where they had to be circumcised. Now imagine for a minute, if you can, with me, praise God, as a man, that God takes you to a place very quiet and private, and then in the very intimate, secret place, sensitive place of your life, He does this operation. What do you think is the meaning of that? God himself is the one who has made this rule. Praise God. That all the males should be circumcised. Wow. And these are grown up guys. See, they're not little babies. So imagine the pain and all of that stuff and the whole process that's going on in the head. Why do I have to do this? Well, simply put, if I were a candidate and I had to go through that, you know what I would be thinking is, wow, this is serious. This is, I cannot forget this for the rest of my life. (laughs) This is a serious thing. Hallelujah. And this is very intimate. And this is very private. This is my most private thinking. This is privacy, man. So in your deepest private moments, in your deepest private area of your life, God is saying, I am number one. Hallelujah. That's the meaning of that. I am your God. Everything else is secondary. I am everything in your life. And it was committed to the men who were supposed to be the heads of the family. So as that man takes care of the family with such thinking, so the family will grow. Hallelujah. Amen. So think about that. that The Bible says after that, they stayed there so that the people would heal. You know, because it was harder, they they were older now, praise God. And so in Gilgal, which incidentally, the meaning of Gilgal is circle, referring to God's faithfulness like a ring. He is permanently there. Amen? Unending. Have you heard about the wedding ring? They'll talk about the ring. They'll say, it is a complete band. It is complete. You know, it is whole. It is like that. God is like that. Amen? So Gilgal is what that means. If you look in your app, like I said, everybody try and get a phone uh, with an app possibility and download the Bible app and just press that button. You will see Gilgal. And then press Gilgal again. You will see there what it says. When you look the second time, you will notice it says circle, wheel, like that. Okay? So, hallelujah for that. Praise God. They park there and they are thinking. So, from now on, the most important thing in my life is the Almighty 
and I am giving full control of everything to Him. Are you seeing that? Can we just uh, maybe say that circumcision meant in the most intimate, painful area of your life, God has become your Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So imagine this thing can so affect you that after becoming a believer and growing up, some people want to go and get circumcised. You don't have to do that. Amen. Some people go and get baptized again after they hear powerful messages about baptism. And then some people go and get baptized in the, the rivers in, in Israel, you know, because of the, the strength of what they heard. Well, praise God, if you feel like doing any of those things, please go ahead and do it. But I'm not saying that you should do it. For the new covenant person, what he needs to remember is, actually speaking, your whole life, everything, your deepest, in the most intimate part of your life, Jesus has become your Lord. Hallelujah. That's what we are taking away with this thinking. Praise God. Jesus has become your Lord in your deepest, intimate, sensitive area of your life. Amen. Imagine that, okay? So they would laugh at other tribes and say, they don't have such an arrangement. They are uncircumcised. They have no such arrangement with God. You remember? Hallelujah. David said this, an uncircumcised Philistine. Who is he to challenge the armies of the living God? Praise God. Because they knew that from now on, God is very serious with them. God is always serious. But you know, he's waiting for us. Hallelujah. God was always serious, but they had to come to that place where they said, you know what? Almighty God, this is very, very serious. Hallelujah. This is no more a joke. I have been completely convinced that you are the most powerful in my most intimate thinking. Hallelujah. You are my Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe that will do something to anybody. Hallelujah. So from now on, as you enter into 2021, think like that. God and you have entered into a very secret and private and sensitive arrangement where in your small and big areas of your life, He has become your Lord and there's no turning back. Hallelujah. You can't change it. What are you going to do? How will you change it? Think about changing that. You can't. You have to chop yourself. Hallelujah. So that's it. You're going forward. So notice, all this happens before Jericho. Amen. These things are now happening before Jericho. From Gilgal, the next place is Jericho. Can we now say, all these things are happening before they go to Jericho. So this is chapter 5. Now look at chapter 6. Praise God. Chapter 6, verse 1 says, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, none came in. Do you see that? It was a walled city and shut. Praise God. And we talked about the walls already. That's the most famous thing about Jericho. I went to China in 2000 and I saw the, the wall of China, the great wall of China. Imagine a whole nation like China surrounded by a wall. That's interesting, right? Anyway, this place was walled. Jericho was walled and that wall was very famous. It was huge. It was large. And it meant that, listen, nobody can enter this place. That's it. 
you are not able to enter. Look at the wall. Praise God. So they have in their mind the wall. How are you going to enter there? How are you going to attack them? But God says, I have given you the city. And God says, actually, the people are scared of you. Even the wall is scared of you. Everything is actually scared of you already, but you don't know it yet. Hallelujah. So notice the same story. There were 12 tribes, um, I mean, and 12 spies, and 10 went and were shivering. Two came back and said, the enemy is shivering. Remember? Same thing again. Today, it translates to us. The enemy is scared of you. The curse out there, everything, every failure, every demonic thing is actually scared of you. You don't have to be scared of it, but your flesh, you know, joins up with the bad news and echoes in your ear so often. So you have to dominate that and speak some more and think some more about these realities. Hallelujah. Amen. So notice that's how it starts. Let's read verse 1 in Canada, Please. Thank you, brother. ಯರಿಕೋನವರು ಇಸ್ರಾಯೇಲಿಯರಿಗೆ ಹೆದರಿ ತಮ್ಮ ಪಟ್ಟಣದ ಬಾಗಿಲುಗಳನ್ನು ಭದ್ರವಾಗಿ ಮುಚ್ಚಿಕೊಂಡರು ಯಾರು ಒಳಗೆ ಹೋಗಲಿಲ್ಲ ಹೊರಗೆ ಬರಲಿಲ್ಲ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಲುಕ್ ಅಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಹ್ಯೂಜ್ ಇಮ್ಯಾಜಿನ್ ವಾಲ್ ಸೋ ಹೈ ಎಸ್ ಮೇ ಬಿ ತ್ರೀ ಫೋರ್ ಸ್ಟೋರಿ ಬಿಲ್ಡಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಯು ನೋ ಹ್ಯೂಜ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ದೇರ್ ಆಲ್ ಅರೌಂಡ್ ದ ಸಿಟಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ಯು ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ದೇರ್ ಲುಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಟ್ ಇಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಆಮ್ ಐ ಗೋನ್ ಟು ಡೂ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಸೇಸ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಸೇಡ್ ನೋಟಿಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಸೇಡ್ ಆನ್ ಟು ಜೋಶುವಾ ಸಿ I have given into your hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Notice, he said, I have given it to you. He said, see that. Amen? See, I have already given this place to you with everything in it. Hallelujah. <laughs> the people of Jericho are scared. But the wall and everything else looks formidable. and you stand there and look at it in the natural you look like man there's no hope here but god says see they are already shivering we split the water before and i brought you through the water again and now i'm showing you this and saying it's already yours i've given everything to you you've already won we have overcome because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world we have already overcome he's saying that again you know you have already won whatever is in this world anything that's out there in this demonic realm you have already won amen, amen. but if you're waiting for your flesh and the news and everything to kick in you're going to be waiting for nothing good because in your flesh dwells no good thing amen so in the morning when you wake up and you go sit on that throne and you're just like oh here we go another day that's when you start talking to your body in fact before you get off the bed you say this is the day the lord has made whoo i will rejoice i will be glad in it hallelujah <sighs> oh thank you jesus <laughs> ah glory to god the greater one lives in me the person and power of the holy ghost dwells in me praise god he is putting me over i cannot fail because of him hallelujah Amen. It's not that you're going to have a cakewalk. There will be challenges. Why are you given a gun if there's no war? Why are you given armor if there's no war? If there is no fight, then why are you given weapons? The weapons, the Bible says, of our warfare are not like AK-47 and you know, Glock and this and that. But rather, thank God, they are mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. imaginations 
That is our war. These imaginations that keep coming and saying, you're nothing, you're a loser like everybody else. Meanwhile, the problems are shaking. The challenges are shivering. The disease is quaking because of you. Hallelujah. You are the only threat to all of those things. Nobody else is a threat. Praise God. I heard of some businessman, I'm not going to tell you his name, but he's gone ahead and he's in charge of millions and millions of little, little ampules of the vaccine that's coming up. He's an Indian guy. He's the biggest vaccine maker in the world. Amen. And he's from Pune. That's all I'll tell you. And he's a millionaire. And he heard things and he has gone ahead and invested millions Millions of dollars and pounds into this, you know, particular vaccine. Don't you think, don't you think that they're going to bring it out and make sure they get their money? Absolutely. So is there something wrong with you taking it? I don't think so. You can drink deadly things, it will not harm you. Oh yeah. They say that it will change your DNA. I don't care about that. The greater one lives inside me, not my DNA. Amen. What will happen to your DNA? That's not my problem. Hallelujah. Amen. My sister in the US has already taken one shot. My cousin also took, they are both doctors. The doctors are very sharp. They go and take it first. It's good. But they are believers also. Hey, that's wonderful. Amen. So are you saying go take the vaccine? No, I'm saying don't be scared of it. Say amen. If it comes your way and it's real cheap and you're Supposed to take it? Take it. Hallelujah. Praise God. (laughs) What kind of pastor is this? That's the truth. That's the truth. Don't be bothered about it. No big deal. If they just walk in here and say, uh, you know, this part of Bangalore, everybody has to take the shot. And so, otherwise you can't live here. Blah, blah. Take the shot, man. In Jesus' name. Shoot. In Jesus' name. You want to shoot again? Shoot. What is this Jesus' name? Don't worry about that. Shoot. In Jesus' name. Nothing will happen to me. Praise God. Amen? The greater one. The greater one. The great. You think God is a short-sighted, myopic, wearing some glasses and wondering, what's going to happen in 2021? I can't see so far. No, he saw beyond. He saw the end. And he said, you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Amen? No offense to our medical people. Take the shot. A good friend of mine is a doctor in in UK. He's one of the leading surgeons there. Yeah, great guy. Praise God. He said, I took it. He's also a believer. Praise God. I took it. Fine. He said, I said, what about all this mRNA, tRNA, DNA, blah, blah. He said, don't listen to all of that. That's a medical view. Amen. But you have a greater view. Even if they said, if you... If you don't take the shot, you know, this and that. Uh, but they tell you that the shot, actually, when you take it, you become a robot. Say, put it inside. Don't worry. Put it in Jesus' name. Put the whole gallon inside. Say amen. Amen. How many of you are hurt by this? Yeah, get some more. Hallelujah. Get even more hurt. Amen. God would not have sent you to 2021 if he did not trust that you have the stuff to deal with it. Amen. So are you saying you should go take it if it comes your way and you have to take it and they force you to take it like they shove the thing in my nose? Take it. You have to do what you have to do. The number one reason why you're on the planet is because the people need to know Jesus. 
they need to get to heaven after all this is over. And you are the only one who has the message. Amen? So for that message, if I have to get things shoved up my nose and, you know, anywhere else, I'll take it. Say amen. <laughs> Some of you are laughing. I'm serious. I don't know what's happening in 2021. By just naturally speaking. But I'm telling you, this is what I have to say. Praise God. Hallelujah. So don't get hurt. Don't cry too loud. You know, just be nice. Be, be a blessing. Hallelujah. Verse 3. You shall compass the city, all ye men of war. Go round about the city once. Thus shall you do six days. How many of you heard about this? That they had to go around the city with Maunam once, you know, and do that for six days. And then on the seventh day, just let it rip. Remember? Hallelujah. But they, they said the armed people must go ahead and then the, the priests bearing the ark and then seven priests with horns blowing. Ram's horns blowing. But the guys themselves, the people themselves should not make any noise for six days. They should just go around. Hallelujah. Just go around. Just go around. Imagine for six days you just go around this huge place that's just huge wall with huge, huge stones. All you see are big stones. Right? All you see is a huge wall. Quietly. So you're not saying anything. You can't say a word, okay? You're just seeing it. What are you seeing? Yeah, this is a good one. You just see the wall. Then you come back the next day. And what do you see? You just see the wall. Then you go back again. Meanwhile, the only noise is, you know... And then you come back next day. Hallelujah. And then in the evening, they go back to the place where they were camped, Gilgal. And they are receiving the promises. Going over the word of God. Then the next day, they come back and they look at the problem. Then they go back and they look at the promises. Then they go back again the next day. They look at the problem. Then they go back. At home, you can read and shout all you want, right? So you shout the promises, you recite the promises, you rejoice about the promises. Then when you go back there, you look at the problems again. You look at the situation again. Hallelujah. That's what they did. Amen? Essentially. Let's read that also in Canada. Verse uh, 4, And seven priests shall bear before uh, the ark, seven trumpets of ram's horns. Seventh day you shall compass the city seven times. The priest shall blow with the trumpets. Hallelujah. So let's just say that the wall is the problems. The wall is the challenge. The wall is the circumstance. The wall is the fear. The wall is the doubt. Every day, take a good look at it. Okay, this is what I'm scared of in 2021. That I can't pay the bill. That I may lose my job. That the virus will come, stop all businesses, remove every kind of business. <sighs> How am I going to survive during that time? Look at it seriously. Look at it for a few days, maybe six days. Go look at your problems very severely. 
Look at them. With all the natural look that you're able to look at. With all the graphs and, you know, calculations, look at it. I have a house bill to pay. I have a car to pay for. I have this and that to pay. Look at it all nicely. Every day for six days. Nicely. Look at it properly. Hallelujah. Then at the end of the day, look at the promises. But you have already overcome. Because the greater one lives inside you. Hallelujah. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. God said, be not covetous. Don't be afraid. I have not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. I have already given you the city. The problems are shaking because of you. They are actually scared of you. I am the greater one. I'm living inside you, etc., etc., etc. Hallelujah. Amen. And keep doing that. Maybe six days. Praise God. Let's read again. Hallelujah. Then we'll translate into Canada. Alright, verse 5. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. The wall of the city shall fall down flat. People shall ascend up every man straight before him. Notice, they are just saying, this will happen, that will happen. It has not yet happened. <laughs> they are there. God is the same God. He's saying this will happen. The circumstance will bow. The sickness will bow. In the name of Jesus, you already have the victory. The same thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's saying the same thing. He said that day when we blow the trumpet, oh yeah, and go around seven times, that time everybody should shout because the walls are going to fall flat and everybody in that city is yours. You can just go take it over. It hasn't happened yet, but he's saying, I'm the same God. I'm a faith God. You have to believe me. He has not changed. Notice, dispensations have changed. It's now New Testament. It's now age of grace. But God's entry is still faith. Faith is still working. That has not changed. Amen? So in spite of everything, we have to believe God. Amen? Say, I have to believe God. He is the final authority. My heart is circumcised. Amen. My deepest thoughts have been given to him. Amen. So maybe sometimes it's better to actually get a knife and do some cutting. Then you may not forget. (laughs) You see, praise God. No, we are higher than that. Are you seeing that? What he said is not faith that is the problem. Is that what he said? No, he said it's not circumcision or uncircumcision. It is faith which works by love. Amen? It's not circumcision or uncircumcision. It is faith which works by love. Can we hear um, verse 5 also in Kannada? Praise God. Amen? And that's what happened that day. They shouted. And guess what? The Bible says the walls fell flat. Amen? (laughs) Imagine those huge walls falling flat. Amen? There was a book I read many years ago, you know, about angels and all that. I'm not going to quote it as though it is 100%, but it was a good book. And, And according to that book, angels pushed the walls into the ground. That's not bad, right? I mean, angels excel in strength. They are very close to God in their power. He made them out of light and glory. Amen? They're so strong, 
they just push the walls into the ground. That's not bad to make it flat. Because there's no more stones to jump over. It's flat. So it's very possible that it was just flattened. Amen. So angels are waiting for you to shout, Hallelujah! Glory to God! Jesus is Lord! Woohoo! And then they flatten everything. But if you don't open your mouth, okay, after six days, get ready to open your mouth. Maybe for ten days, you just keep quiet. Maybe for one month, you just keep quiet. And look at your problems very seriously. I don't have this. I don't have that. And that's going to happen. This is going to happen. According to NASA. According to this news. T-O-I. According to the week. According to India today. According to the doctors. According to the Surgeon General. And the FDA. And the blabbity blab. Oh, after one month, open your mouth and say, But God said! But God said! But God said! But God said! Said. Amen? Am I the only one who's going to do that? No. All of you are going to do that. You know why? Because he brought us through one year already. He made us cross that water of 2020, didn't he? How many of you crossed 2020 already? How many of you got jobs in 2020? How many of you were able to rejoice in 2020? Same story. 2021, big deal. God is still God. The walls will fall flat. They're all scared. They're all shivering. All those things are... The believers are coming again. The name of Jesus is coming again. The rejoicers are coming again. The singers are coming again. The hallelujah people are coming again. Where's your mask? Put it on. Don't, don't, you know, obey them. Put on the mask. But inside the car you're driving, you and your wife, and they're trying to stop you, your mask is here. Look at them and say, see you later. (laughs) I don't stop for that kind of stuff. I don't. I don't know about you. Maybe you can stop, but me, (laughs) I look at them. Maybe it's the gray hair. I don't dye my hair for that reason. Nodi Solpa, I'm not just some puppy that came yesterday. Nodi. I'm not just Johnny, just kid. I've been in India for 30 years. Check. I'm going to stop here. Why? You are in the car, man. That is your wife, Ra. You sleep with her at night, don't you? Where will that thing come from? Amen? I don't know about you, but ha ha ha. That's as simple as it is. I don't want to talk to such people even. They stopped one guy. I saw. They stopped him in the corner. And he's trying to defend himself. He's pointing at them like, You can tell that he's defending himself. He's like, what's wrong with you, man? Are you crazy? This is my car. This is me inside my car. What's the problem? And they're not, quickly they're writing a note and passing off bills. That's all. Hana. Somebody has to make money out of all this. So look at your problems nicely. 2021. Consider everything. Look ahead. Wall, 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 wall. Wall, dot the wall, mega wall, whatever it is. Look at it nicely and say, Hmm, but God said. But God said. But God said. Hallelujah.
Amen. See, we are concerned about the blessing of Abraham in 2021. What are you concerned about? The curse? No. The blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles in 2021. It didn't stop in 2020 or 1945. It moved into 2021 and the blessing of Abraham will be here till Jesus comes because the blessing was in Christ. It was to Jesus and you are in Jesus. You are in the Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So focus on the reality of the blessing of Abraham. Even though Abraham was not perfect, the blessing brought him out all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. The blessing produced for him all the time. And it will produce because it has not changed. It is in Jesus the Christ who never changes yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. It's written. That's why we are camping on it. Amen. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. That is beyond 2021. It goes into eternity. The name that is above every name. At the mention of the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Jesus Christ is Lord unto the glory of God the Father. Every, every in this world and in the age to come. It's not some puny thing that Jesus did. It was great love and a wonderful mighty reward. Hallelujah. Let's, let's track Father Abraham for a minute. Don't worry, I'm almost closed. Five minutes, I'm shut. Hallelujah. Yeah. This year maybe we won't have too many long meetings. We'll have more rejoicing meetings. Woo, yeah. Genesis. No, look at verse chapter 15. Thank you, sister. Thank you all. All of you who are given, who have been giving again and again and again. Your money is not being thrown into the trash can. God is seeing it. God is using it. I receive it through we receive it true, but the God of heaven sees it differently. He sees your faith, He sees your thanks, and He is doing things with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You're not forced by any means. Notice that. These people just did it on their own. But I say thank you. Thank you so much. Look at Genesis 15. Observe verse 1. Notice, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham. His name is still Abraham. In a vision saying, fear not. Has God changed? No. He's still the God of fear not. Who is he talking to? Our father Abraham. By faith, you are Abraham's children. I mean, this is how he talked to your daddy. When he talks to your daddy, he's talking to you, right? It's in the gene. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hmm. The word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision saying, fear not, Abraham. Fear not, Grace Chapel. Fear not, my children. Fear not, my son. Fear not, my daughter. Fear not, my family. Fear not. Why? I am thy shield 
and thine exceeding great reward. I, his reputation is involved in this thing. I am, he's the one talking, the great I am. I am, (laughs) I am is telling you today, I am, I am your shield, I am your defense. I am the one that's covering you. I'm the one that's keeping you. I'm your protection. I am the one. I am is saying, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. Hallelujah. If you, if you read other versions, you will find out that actually, very interesting. You know, when God talks, we have said it before, the words are, it's like English and normal language cannot handle it because he's so great. That's why the book of Revelation is always, I saw something like this. And I saw something like that. Because it's too much. That The only thing, it was like this. It was like that. So that's God. When God talks, it's too big. So the word is exceeding great. Exceeding great. What is exceeding? It means beyond anything. Exceeding. Overly beyond. <laughs> Hallelujah. Reward is supposed to be shamblam. After one month, you get a reward. Right? Hallelujah. If you are a working person, uh, maybe months and money comes. Months and money comes. Months and money comes. And your, your hand is reaching for that money. And you are signing up because of that money. And you are using the card because of that money. Because God knows you are expecting a reward. And so he said, I am the guarantee. I am your exceeding great, ever increasing, constantly increasing salary. Imagine God stepping out from heaven and telling him, I am your shamblamda. It will keep increasing because there's no limit to me. You see, your, your guarantee is not your paycheck. Your guarantee is not what you see from those companies and so, so on. They are trying their best. Please forgive them. They are trying their best. But they cannot match what you were created for. See? Genesis 15 is after 14, isn't it? Shall we hear 15, 1 in Kannada, please? Ii sangatikulu nadidamele, abrahmanige, darshanadalli, yohovanu, vakya untagida heli denandre, abrahmane bayapadabeda, nanu ninige, gurani agidane, matu, ninage, athyadika bahumana unu dariyavudu. Amen. Praise God. He said, don't be afraid. Why? See, he did something in 14 that made him scared. In 14, his cousin, you know, or nephew, Lot, who he was not supposed to bring. See, he's not a perfect man. God told him, leave everybody, leave the town, leave everybody and come. He said, you know what, Uh, let me see now. He scratched his head and he brought his daddy. After some time, daddy died. Mommy cried. No, daddy died. And then after some time, you know, Lot said, I'm coming with you and continued going with him. They moved out finally after a couple of years. You know the man is not perfect. He's got flesh. You are born again and you have flesh. Imagine, he was not born again. He doesn't have the new creation inside him. He has only flesh. Ah, we must be merciful. And God knows all of that, right? So here, he has rescued his nephew Lot out of a battle involving five kings, including the king of Sodom and Gomorrah. Five kings he has defeated because he had grown and matured and been so blessed that he had 318, I believe, trained soldiers grown in his house. 
Those guys went and fought with him and they won the battle and took all the spoil. Praise God. And before he could put it into NEFT and before he could invest in urban development and hedge funds and mutual and all of that, he met what? He met the high priest coming down in the name of Melchizedek with oil, I mean with communion stuff, right? Vino and bread. Wine and bread. <laughs> and his head immediately did the mathematics. Okay, I get it. It's time to, to do some deep things. So before he could invest, he had to do what he had to do. And so he gave tithe of all, the Bible says. That's the first time that word is mentioned in such a way. That he gave tithe of all. Before he could complain about, I'm sorry, I put some here, I put the other there. He's, when he had it in the gross, was it the gross or the net? Was it the net or the gross? You know, all those arguments are instantly finished right there. Now, that's up to you. Figure it out. That's between you and God. If you like gross, net, mosquito net, anything you like, go for it. But there in 14, he gave a tithe of everything and took communion that is over. But there was fear. And, uh, what did I do? You know, sometimes when the offering happens, like just now, you may put the car key there and think later on, why did I do that? I should have just not. Why did I do that? I gave the car, man. I gave the house, Ra. I put my gold yard. <laughs> God knows. So he said, Abraham, don't be afraid. Because now he's thinking, I didn't even build a house for Sarah. Did you know he never built a house for Sarah? They were just living in tents. And that's why that woman was so bugged sometimes, I think. She was a contentious woman. You know that, right? Her name means a troublesome woman. She was beautiful, but she was troublesome. How many of you know that? It's possible to be beautiful and troublesome. In fact, I think it's more possible to be beautiful and troublesome than it is to be ugly and troublesome. Because then the combination is like complete knockout. Have I said all these things before? Yes. If you have come to GC over the years, you've heard them again and again. That's why people are laughing. Because they've heard these things. But in the spirit, you're beautiful. In the spirit, all of us are like Jesus. Amen? We just have to be careful about the mouth. And that includes you, Pastor G. See, just like Abraham... I have my faults, I have my problems, I have flesh like everybody else. And it likes to pop out. Thank God it doesn't pop out so often, but it does pop out now and then. Amen. Hallelujah. So, fear not, even though you have flesh pop outs. Even though sometimes you do things that just freak you out. Don't be afraid. I... Am your shield and your always increasing salary and reward. I will take care of it. I don't care. I know what is inside you. I know your problems. But I am greater than all of that. That's our covenant blessing. He has not changed. He's not on a vacation in 2021. Sorry, heaven is closed. We moved to Bahamas. No. No, the offices in heaven are still working hallelujah at the end of it all we want to say your problems are shaking your circumstances are scared of you your situations are knocking their knees together hallelujah praise God 
That's the truth. That's the truth. They're waiting for you to open your mouth and say, The Lord said to me, Son, just like He said to Abraham, He's talking to you now, to your name. Don't be afraid. I am your shield. I am your ever-increasing salary. I am your defense. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. A mother may leave her suckling child, but I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will continue to increase because God makes everything more than you can ask or imagine and you go from glory to glory, from faith to faith. Hallelujah. Shall we hear maybe Genesis 15:1 please? Canada, thank you. ಈ ಸಂಗತಿಗಳು ನಡೆದು ನಡೆದ ಮೇಲೆ ಅಬ್ರಾಹಂನಿಗೆ ದರ್ಶನದಲ್ಲಿ ಯೆಹೋವನು ವಾಕ್ಯ ಕೊಟ್ಟಿದ್ದು ಏನೆಂದರೆ ಅಬ್ರಾಹಂನೇ ಭಯಪಡಬೇಡ ನಾನು ನಿನಗೆ ಗುರಾಣಿಯಾಗಿದ್ದೇನೆ ಮತ್ತು ನಿನಗೆ ಅತ್ಯಧಿಕ ಬಹುಮಾನ ದೊರೆಯುವುದು. ಆಮೇನ್. Praise God. I have been able to give five cars. I have been able to give lots and lots of things. I don't want to enumerate but um, the end of the story is it must not be i did this i did that the hero must be jesus jesus did all these things because of his great love it is a privilege for me to do anything in his name just to carry in his name and do it in his name hallelujah we must never leave the place with that i did this feeling we must always leave the place with look what jesus did hallelujah let's close with this verse hallelujah amen i see fear just falling away hallelujah i see yokes just dropping off your shoulders understanding being enlightened i see revelation coming to you that the fears that hounded you like small puppies during the past year just ran away hallelujah hallelujah it's time to say i have taken a good long hard look at the problems at the challenges at the doubts at the fears at the unbelief that is ahead of me and i looked at it all and said hallelujah jesus is lord The greater one lives in me. Praise God, I have overcome. This year will be a year of seeing things in the spirit and being convinced and then opening your mouth and saying them and coming to pass. Amen. By the 5th chapter of Joshua, the Bible says the manna stopped. Joshua 5:12 the Bible says there was no more manna because they started eating the corn of that land. In other words, God can do everything for you. That's one stage. The next stage is you work with him. See? Not he just throwing manna all the time. He just sending chicken to you all the day, roast chicken, roast chicken. He's not just swiggy delivery. Of course, he can use the swiggy and the dunzo, and we need those guys. Thank God for contactless delivery. You know, doorstep delivery and the temperature was blah 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 and all that. It's nice to see those things, right? But, you know, there's a stage where they said, "We're tired of this manna." What is this manna every day? Manna burger, manna this, everything manna. And God said, "Yeah, I know. It's time for you to now work with me. Sow and reap. 
As long as the earth remains, seed time, harvest, you know, sun, moon, the weather, it will always be there. There will always be morning, there will always be night. The devil cannot change that. He can change a couple of things around here and there. But guess what? What God said about the weather and about day and night and seed time and harvest, he can never change that. Whatever you have seen, that you have sown, given to God, God has noticed it. And it's coming back to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, in Jesus' mighty name. I told him I must stop. Let's stop. Let's go to Genesis 22. This is stopping. After this, one more verse, and that's it. Full brakes, hand brakes, safety brake, all the brakes will be on. <laughs> Genesis 22. Notice verse 12. Behold, I come quickly. Behold, I come quickly. My reward is with me. Woohoo! To give every man according to his work. Amen? As his work shall be. Twelve, please. Yeah. And behold, I come quickly. My reward is with me. Who's coming quickly? What's he bringing with him? Reward. Say reward. To give to every man according to their work. Isn't it? There's a God of reward. And He's coming with reward. Say Amen. Amen. Don't forget the reward system. Most of the things we do must be based on reward. His kind of reward. Amen. Now, parking, Hebrews 6, verse 12. Then we'll hear it in Canada. Hebrews 6, 10. Then we'll hear in Canada nicely. So maybe you can just read 22, 12 in Canada, please. Kelo. Amen. Praise God. Pratibalam. I like that. Pratibalam. Amen. That's why, you know, sometimes you, you, you are expecting something. Come on. There's something. It has to come, Ra. What is this? It must come. God made us like that to look forward to reward. Don't change it. You must get your reward. You are expecting. You must collect. You will collect. Amen. Hallelujah. A friend of mine, you know, who was in church with us many years ago. He's in Canada. If you feel like migrating, it's okay, you know. But he's in Canada. His wife is now expecting. They, they were having trouble with expecting, but his wife is now expecting. Say expecting. 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 When people are expecting, they do some things, you know. They kind of like make a little room. They get a cradle. They get some new clothes. They do some stuff, some expecting stuff. Are you expecting? You're making room for expectation to come to pass. So sometimes you just use the credit card and expect it to be paid. Say amen. You're expecting. I mean, some guys are really good at this. I mean, they just use the credit card and get a whole car. And they're expecting it to be paid. They're good. I haven't come to that level. They are pretty good at that, man. I, I, I kind of look at those waters a little bit and say, I can't do this. Take a whole car on the card. Uh, anyway, we are leaving. Jesus is coming. I don't have to pay it. <laughs> That's a good one. Jesus is coming soon. Right? When they come to knock on the door and ring the bell, this guy is gone. What's happening here? The house is empty. Only clothes are there. They break the door. They see only clothes everywhere. Even your latest clothes are there, parked there. 
Nicely, one on top of the other, just there. Belt and shoe all in one place. How did that happen? The guy, how did he leave? He must have seen us coming and then he left. (laughs) Don't worry, praise God. As a good believer who's carrying the name of Jesus, make sure you pay your bills. Jesus said, I will pay it for you. But know what you can pay. I have some idea what I can pay. I believe it's getting better. (laughs) But I have not reached the place where I will just go and take a car like that. And a house like that yet. If you can do it, wonderful. I hope you got muscles also. My muscles have not reached that level. But your muscles are better than mine. Amen? Hallelujah. The way I look at it is, if you want me to have it, I'll have it. Let it come. Amen? And I wait. And I wait. And I wait. Sometimes when you're on the credit card deal, you don't like waiting. You just charge, man. Flick the thing. Come on. Poke it in there. Let's get the money. Yar. But you have to learn this business of waiting. Otherwise, the flesh will say, take this, take that, take the other, take the other. And by the time you get home, you've taken so many things. And then the guy comes knocking. By the mercy of God, we have not had that problem. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. (laughs) I believe none of you are going through those problems. Is anybody in this house going through such a problem? Even if you are, God said, I am your shield. I am your exceeding great reward. Hallelujah. I mean, God has to be miraculous, right? He, He has to show up even though we make mistakes, right? Yes. Say amen. Okay, last verse. Hebrews 6.10 For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed towards His name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Amen? Let's hear that in Kannada also. Devaru nyaya vantan agiddhane. Nivu maadida upakara vannu matthu deva janarige sahaya maadida mulaka matthu sahaya maadutthale iruvudva mulaka Amen. Praise God. One thing about God is He doesn't have a memory problem. He's better than the elephant. Amen. He remembers. He has some kind of accounting book which is close to His heart here. He brings it out. He opens it and says, I remember what you did because of my name, because of the saints. Can we have that English word there? The saints. Notice, minister to the saints. See the saints? That's believers. Thank God for giving to people on the road who knock on the door, look like men, but dress like women. All that stuff, it's good. All that's wonderful. But the saints, oh, they're special. What you are doing towards the saints is considered as towards His name. And He doesn't forget it. And he's going to reward you. He's going to collect and give you rewards. Say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you are expecting some rewards? So you see what you put inside here? It's not a waste. It was in Jesus' name. It was to the saint. Who's the saint? Pastor Michael is a saint. What? What to do? I'm a saint. And I'm a pastor also. You are saints. You may not be pastors right now. You may become pastors and whatever else, but you're all saints. I'm first a saint, and then a pastor, if you like it to be. If you say you're not my pastor, 
I'm not your pastor. It's simple. I, I'm just listening to your motivational speech. You know, you, the way you jump and jump, it, it, it really helps me. That's fine. No problem. When you observe for some time and then you have confidence in that guy, then you can say, you are, you are my pastor. There's always a waiting period like the honeymoon. You know, is it honeymoon? No. What's it called? The one before the marriage? Engagement. <laughs> so you, there's an engagement where you look at me. Hmm. Ah, hmm, hmm, hmm. Slowly, you don't have to force it. You can look, ah, he's six feet three inches, but he's five eight. Ah. Does, he doesn't dress well, he's too casual. He talks to ma. He's one kind of local market wala he is check. But he's my pastor. See, all that stuff? You have to decide. Let's bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. 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 Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you that you have spoken to us and guaranteed us some things that are not going to change. They are forever settled. Hallelujah. Oh, mantaraba shekaramahatakasta. Oh, mandaraba karaba sekere mahasta. Oh, Father, in Jesus' name. Brother, can you just share that 610 in Canada, please? Sorry. Thank him. Meanwhile, let's just be in an attitude of thanks. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you do not forget our work and labor of love. That we ministered to your name. That we ministered to the saints. Your people called by your name. Whatever we have done in the name of Jesus. For your people, you have not forgotten it. There's a reward for it. And Lord, we thank you that you have not changed. You have never changed. Yesterday, today and forever. There is a reward coming in Jesus' name for each one of your people that are seated in this room. May we be so sure, so guaranteed that our God has promised us that problem is shaking. That problem is Scared is shivering because of the word of God, because of who you are, because of the name in your lips, because of the word in your mouth. That problem is shaking in its boots right now. So doubt your doubts and believe your faith. Hallelujah. Rebuke your fears and choose the great love of God. God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And 2021 is a year to prove that the walls will always fall flat. The walls will always fall flat when you shout, when you rejoice in the name of Jesus. Those walls are coming down. Those walls are coming down. There is no other way. They are waiting for your mouth to give the command of praise and rejoicing. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. And we pray for the health technicians, the people working out there in the fields with all of these COVID things going on right now. Strengthen them that they will not give up. They will not quit. Encourage them, particularly the believers. Encourage them to not give up. Oh, Father. 
You are their security. You are their healing. You are their healer. You are their life. May they receive strength today. Whoever is out there and is in the healthcare business, as a medical doctor, as a nurse, as any other capacity, strengthen them, Lord, that the imagination will not be carried away by the problems, by the challenges, by the lying symptoms, but it will be focused on the Word of God. Hallelujah. On the promises of God who cannot lie, who can never change. We give you praise. We give you thanks that Luke was the beloved physician. He was the beloved physician. That means physicians are beloved. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you thanks. We bless you. We thank you that 20 2021 is bowing the problems and the challenges and fears are bowing before the church in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We take communion in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't forget what we said, that in that intimate, secret, private place, thank you, that is where communion is. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. In your deepest thoughts and imaginations. Where nobody else can see, that's where you lift up God. That's where you honor Him above everything else. In your deep thoughts, you tell Him, I trust you. My life is trusting you. Everything about you is the promise that I have. That you will not fail, that you cannot change, that you never lie. That is my final authority, Lord. What you paid for with your broken tortured flesh and shed blood was for me. I am taking that as my confidence. What you paid for me in your great love, I am taking it today. I receive it today. I receive it today. I release myself from worry and fear, from offense and lying symptoms in Jesus' name. I declare that the flesh has no dominion over me. Yesterday's over. Yesterday's finished. Today, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my portion. The Lord is my defense. The Lord is my healer. The Lord is my provider. The Lord is my salary. The Lord is my increasing, ever increasing salary. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. This year, Lord, and this month, you will prove it again and again that the wisdom of God is higher than anything in this world. In Jesus' mighty name, bodies be healed, minds be freed, finances be changed, doors open, businesses turn around. Hallelujah. Families, marriages, situations turn around. Expectations received. In Jesus' name, who gave his life for us, he's our hero. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus' name, amen. Shall we eat and drink? Hallelujah. Glory to God. We receive, Lord. We thank you today. We worship you now. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. You're blessed if you need prayer. You're welcome to the front. Those who are watching online can always write to us. uh, Send us a message, text, whatever. We'll be praying for you. Hallelujah. Your success is our success. Your health is our concern. Your victories are our victories. We are in one family. We are in the family of Christ. Hallelujah. It's not easy sometimes in families, but we are in the family.
Nobody can change that. Amen? We are from the family of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's bless him. Thank him. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Let's do so in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yesterday is over. Today is a wonderful opportunity to enjoy your mercy. Enjoy your goodness. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You know what? You are blessed. You are blessed. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. Hallelujah.